Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Taylor Hearn of the Texas Rangers, and you listen to the Ranger Report podcast. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. My name is C.J. Berryman. You can find me at C.J.B. underscore R.R. on that bird app. And I am lucky enough today because Ben's sick uh, to be joined by... Lady Ranger Report, Robin Hurd. How you doing, Robin? Good, CJ. Thanks for having me. How are you? I am doing swell. It's been kind of a, a whirlwind of a, of a day, but uh, we have a lot to talk about uh, since the last time we talked. Uh, this team, um, well, number one, yeah, you mentioned on Twitter how Taylor looks wearing the old unis, and you said he was a model, and I, I got a disagree but you know he was trying his best uh he can only do so much i'm the model in our family so he he's <laughs> trying i thought he looked really i thought he looked really good the uniforms look amazing i can't wait to see them in action on saturday so oh. i'm excited for that i mean he seemed excited to wear them yeah and he was uh you know he the the game the other night and of course you and i were texting back and forth and you know you said i pray that he just gets through five well guess what he did so talk about that that outing and what you saw from your brother. Like I said, I wanted him to go five. I prayed for it. I manifested it. I put it in the atmosphere. Um, I left it in God's hands, really. But I'm seeing Taylor really starting to ease into his own. Um, he's definitely has developed a lot of his pitches recently. Um, of course, you know, there were some bumps here and there. Kyle Tucker, I mean, so can't really say much about that. I mean, he's a great player and he's honestly a good asset for the Astros. Um, but he wasn't my favorite player the past couple of years. But I'm very happy with Taylor's outing. I'm ready for his next one. Um, he's just building. And, you know, hopefully we can get to the point of Martin Perez, uh, which we'll probably get to a little bit later. So I'm excited for that too. Well, and and, and it's, it's funny, you know, getting to know you a little bit and you being, like I said, Lady Ranger Report. 
I mean, hell, this was a 15 minute ago. Hey, we need an emergency. And we jump on. You were like, yep, I'm in. So there's a reason we call you lady raising report. But uh, I have I have not rooted for somebody so hard when they're pitching unless it was me pitching than I am rooting for Taylor. Like every single damn pitch, I'm like, ah, you couldn't hammer a nail in my butthole. I'm just, I'm just so antsy, you know, and, and because I know he deserves it and he's got the talent and my best friend, Jace, I mean, we talked about him a little bit uh, off, off record, but uh, he's a huge Taylor Hearn fan and he saw him back in 2019. He goes, that's my guy. That's my guy. Um, and Taylor's showing it now. And I think it, it sucks because I think the reason that Taylor is not able to go and, and everybody like with Martin Perez today, you know, perfect through six innings uh, gets pulled and through 89 pitches. It's that they didn't have that extended spring. They didn't have a regular spring training. So now this month is spring training and it sucks because that was one where I just, I disagreed with Woody uh, pulling Perez, I thought too early. You know, he, he was only in 80 pitch, 80 pitch range. So tell me what you think about that. You know, um, I know that's what they're trying to do with all the pitchers. And I know that's, you know, because of the spring aspect of it, you know, with the short spring, seeing a lot of teams allowing their, their. Robin's on the road. We may have just lost for just for a minute. No, it's okay. I, I was putting my headphones in and just like went away. I'm also okay. going through like, like the the boonies a little bit. So <laughs> give me <laughs> my apologies. I'll start again. Um, where, where are you? Where I, are you at? Where are you at? Uh, I just got out of Bellevue, so I'm coming back from Bowie. Yeah, you. I'm surprised you're still talking to me because outside of Bellevue, I've covered so many games over there. Like that, you just hit a dead area. So yeah, yeah, it's it's bad, but I got you now um but I'll, I'll start again uh so i know that the team is trying to be very cautious with their arms right now just because of the small the i don't want to say small but short spring training but i've also seen a lot of other teams uh allowing their pitchers to go a little bit longer i mean just yesterday walker bueller had a complete game and yeah. so yep yep and so i I thought after the perfect game was out of the question, which I it broke my heart because as a as a Ranger fan, Martin was one of my favorites when he was here in his first stint. So I was like excited to see him go a little bit longer and go into the eighth inning and probably even have a complete game because he's he's capable of doing that and probably not even getting up to maybe a hundred pitches. Right. So so I don't know, and I and I know it was kind of ass in the post game today, but Woody didn't. I don't really remember his answer for that. Um, I don't know when it's going to be. They're going to allow their pitchers to go a little bit longer because even like Glenn Otto, I he could have went through the fifth inning. Yeah, he could have yeah. went into a sixth inning, and even on his first. I mean, I know on his first game that he had in Oakland, I I know they didn't want to push him too hard. But I'm like, he seemed like he was fine and he was oh, ready to was, go. He was cruising. He was cruising. Yeah. And I mean, uh, as a forward pitcher myself, of course, I know I didn't play at the MLB level, but that was the worst. I mean, that's, I would fight my coach if he came out there and I was cruising, you know, 
six outs in a row, seven outs in a row, you ain't taking me out of the game. Hell no. You know, if I start walking people, then pull me out. But no, yeah. not right now. And, and, and they aren't even getting that leeway. So it's it's frustrating. But at the same time, you have to sit back and understand this is a weird offseason uh, with, with how everything rushed up. And then, I mean, we were talking to Taylor the last day before the lockout. We had Taylor on the podcast. Yeah. We were talking. And, you know, they had Se- Seeger and Simeon and, uh, you know, John Gray and Cole Calhoun. They all, they, they signed that day. And then the next day it's whoop, silent. And so yeah. it was just kind of, it's just kind of been weird. So I, what my, me and Ben have talked about this is, you know, let the first month go, you know, it's extended spring training. It really is. And so That's let all them, it is. Yeah. Let them build up. And then now starting, well, on the first, which is going to be this weekend. Hey, it's, it's balls of the wall in my mind, Like no more, no more screwing around. Like, Hey, either you are in or you're not. And I think we're going to see that this next month. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think that's why, and I'm actually overall, I'm happy that the coaching staff is honestly being super cautious about this because we've already seen a couple of our pitchers go down. I mean, John yeah. Gray has been on the IL. I mean, it wasn't our well, twice. Yes, he's already been, he's already been on there twice. Spencer Patton's on there, and so I know that being extra cautious will help us in the long run. Will help the team, but as a fan and as somebody who wants to watch the players and the pitchers go into those extra long innings and trying to get some quality starts under their belt, it's a little frustrating. But I know. I have to put my faith in the coaching staff, especially the pitching staff right now. And, and speaking of pitching staff, uh, Matt Bush's story is so cool. And yeah, he gave up the two run Homer to, tonight. Um, but, you know, aside from that, he's been really effective. He's, I mean, he's the same age as I am. I mean, I can throw 85 right now. If I dreamed it, you know, I used to throw 85, but that dude's still throwing 97 miles an hour at our age, you know, at my age. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's so impressive. It's such a fun story. And yeah, he gave up the homer today, but I don't, I think, I think there's more in store for Matt Bush this year. Do you agree? I'm no, I 100% funny thing about Matt. So I met him when Taylor did his um, feeding the homeless in uh, for Thanksgiving where he fed one of the homeless shelters in Arlington and Matt's a great guy. He's really funny, but I found out because I'm out here in Wichita Falls, one of the schools I cover Winthorse, he actually married a girl from Winthorse and he comes out to Winthorse in the off season. So that was a fun little tidbit I found out and I was like, wow, I didn't even know that. But, um, honestly, Matt, I feel like is going to be one of the best assets for this bullpen. Um, he's a veteran guy. He has a lot of, uh, I don't want to say a lot of years, but he has some years under his belt. He knows what it takes to come out of the bullpen and kind of go out there. I mean, today was one of those days and everybody has those. That's well, the thing is like really just one pitch, Robin, just one pitch. It, it really- exactly. 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 And I, and I'm not going to chastise him because I've seen way worse from bullpens and oh, yeah. And honestly, like I always tell everybody when they want to come for the pitcher, I say there's both sides to a game. And it takes the offensive side to help balance out the defensive side. And I'm not going to blame all of it on 
I'm going to blame it on both sides of the game <laughs> for the past couple of games that have been happening. So I are realist. You're like me. Like just be real about it. Don't sit there and blame one person or one facet of the game. There's all kinds of facets of the game that you have to take into account if you're a real, true, honest fan and you understand the game. And exactly. now I'm calling, I'm calling people out that I am. I'm going to go ahead and put my name to it. CJ Behrman and, says, shut your mouths, those people that are overreacting, that yes, we spent half a million dollars or half a billion dollars on these additions, but that, that's not meant. And we, we, Chris Halleck has gone on our podcast. John Moore, Jeff Wilson, Levi Weaver, They've all got our podcast, and we all agree this is not for this year. It's for next year and above. This year is finding out who is going to cut the mustard and who is not. And that's what this year is. So quit acting like the first 20 games of the season is live or death because it's not. Thank you. Thank you. And that's like my thing. And that's when I get on, when I see people complaining about everything on Twitter saying, we need to DFA this guy. You need to get rid of this guy. I'm like, the game, but this, we just started, and yeah, right 20, now, but twenty games, twenty games into one sixty-two, and you're the world's on fire. No bullshit. No, I ain't putting and, up with that. No, and we're we're seeing teams. I mean, like I was looking at the standings earlier today because I just realized how bad the Reds have been doing recently. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I didn't realize it, but I was looking at the standings, and the Mets and the Yankees right now are doing really well. Um, hey, but I, hey, good. but it's. Guess where your yeah. world champions are right now? Number yeah, four. Number four. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm not freaking out. It'd be different if we were in, let's say, the beginning of the second half of the season or even like in that middle oh, right yeah, before. Whole whole game. Yeah. But no, yeah. not really. No, no. I just, I, I just I'm not freaking out. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm finding out what I need to know as number one, a fan and somebody who covers a team and gets to talk to you and gets to talk to, you know, everybody else. I'm finding out what, I, what, what we're finding out what we need to know about who's going to take this team forward from 2023 forward, not exactly two and forward that the, they're, they're trying to, to mesh and see who, and I Ben is probably going to laugh when he hears this. Um, this is my saying. What they're going to do is they're going to throw a whole bunch of names into a hot pot and see which, when that, when that, when that pot gets real, real, real hot, who comes up at the top. And that's who you go, you, who you move forward with. Yeah. And I, and I've already seen people saying that they need to bring up this guy. They need to bring up this guy. And I'm oh, like, just like their, just like major league baseball season has started, minor league started at the same time. These guys are not ready for yep. this big stage yet. I'm, I'm excited to see, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I don't want to push into it, but I'm excited to see some of these faces that sh should make it to the club at least by the end of the season. But I just think we all need to take a chill pill. And yeah. I think, honestly, I have a good feeling about this team. And I think, and I think we're going to look back at this first month of the season and laugh. I, I agree with you. I completely, completely agree with you. And we're going to get into some of those arms down in the minors. But first, Nathaniel Lowe is turning into exactly when you and I and Ben talked about this before the season. Like this guy has 
if he's protected in the lineup, this guy has the ability to hit over 300, hit around 20, 25 home runs, and be a nuisance to play in. That's exactly what he's doing right now. I'm very excited for Nathaniel. Like I like we mentioned earlier, I had him as my sleeper. Honestly, he was he is the guy I feel like we all need to watch for. Um, he, I don't know what it is about him. I don't know if it was the skinny jeans that he was wearing that Brad Miller had a chance to wear. Yeah, I I don't know if it was if it was those jeans. I don't know exactly what it is with Nathaniel this season, but. I feel like he's going to be our breakout, just like Adolis was last year. I have a feeling that this is going to be a, a great year for Nathaniel. And I think it's going to be an even better year for Adolis because I've even tweeted it out. He's been coming in clutch quite often so far. And I mean, hey, we, we can argue this. Yes. I, I will argue with you on today if you want to. No, argue. I, no, today I understand. Today I was a little disappointed at his last at bat. But well, because I, Nate. Nate Lowe had just worked a hard, hard, hard walk. And then, mm-hmm. go. you know, they put Eli White in. I'm like, give him a chance to steal second and and then take some pitches. And he swung at the first pitch and just weakly grounded it out. I mean, game was over. And I'm like, God, I mean, just take a pitch. Take one. Take one. I know. I know. It, this was not – that was not the clutch Adolis. But I think he has shown that he can, you know, work good at bats so far. And I'm excited to see how he can work on his approach and still get some good at bats later on in the season. Um, Cause he, fa- he's been facing some pretty dominant pitchers re- recently. So that's true. That's but, true. Yeah. But Nathaniel, I I'm very impressed with, and I think he should be the guy that Ranger fans start to love. He has a great personality as we've already been able to see with the traveling pants. Uh, but, <laughs> and I think he's going to be really good at the plate and at first base. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I was, I was one, I mean, everybody's talking about, and Ben was one of them. I'm going to call Ben out right here saying, uh, they might trade Nathaniel Lowe for somebody. I'm like, no, he's not going anywhere, bro. He had, that was his first full season last year. And he, let's face it. Let's, let's be realistic about it. That was a crappy ass lineup that we had last year, especially after we traded Joe Gallo. And so you had Adolis and you had Nathaniel Lowe. Those were your two hitters, you know. And 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 with all due respect to you know Jonah Heim and Jonah Heim had a streaky stretch and he was fantastic for a while, but the consistency is not there. I think Nathaniel Lowe can be that consistent, painly ass to the pitchers. That's the way I'm going to put it. <laughs> is that a no, good way? To I- put it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's a good way to put it. I wouldn't use those actual words, but it, honestly, no, I was saying wouldn't, the same. but I'll, I'll use them for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the same. I think uh, Nathaniel is just, in a sense, going to be that guy that in your lineup, when you see him coming up and he's in the hole or he's on deck, that I would be excited and kind of be able to breathe a little bit and say, okay, Nathaniel should be able to work these pitches really well get a good at bat, probably give us a single. If he can get a double, be perfect. If it, if it comes to runners and scoring position, the one person I would want at bat coming up would probably be Nathaniel for sure. Yeah. And, and I agree completely with you. And that's talking about, you know, even having Seager up there um, mm-hmm. right now, right now, I would not take 
anybody over Nathaniel Lowe at, at all in a clutch situation at all, uh, even over Seager. Uh, that's my opinion. And I think you're nodding your head. You're, <laughs> you're kind of agreeing. No, I, I, no I, I, I agree. I think um, just from what we've seen in uh, month one so far, which is even crazy that it's been a month. Um, yeah. I, I would say, yeah. And I would, I would say, you know, out of, if we were to give awards at the end of the month, I would say Nathaniel would probably be my hitter of the month and somebody that I would definitely push up in the lineup a little bit. Sorry, I'm getting notifications. It's NFL draft time. So yeah, that's always I'm, fun. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the Cowboys pick. So oh, uh, don't, don't even get me started on that. Yeah, they don't no, go. No, no. That's a whole, we could sit here and talk for 30 more minutes on that. So yes. So, Focusing on the Rangers. Um, now, when the draft pick happens, I might be blowing up your phone and saying, oh, got it. Or going, oh, crap. You know, we get, you know, that wasn't who I was looking at. And I'm not going to, there's six different play. Okay, here we're going. We're going now. <laughs> there's six <laughs> different players that I think the Cowboys get where they're sitting. They don't have to move. But mm-hmm. if they want to get a receiver to go next to CD Lamb, they're going to have to move up. That's just my opinion. And we're leaving it there. Yeah, I, oh, I agree with oh, that. You, you, you give me your opinion, and then we'll move back to range. I, I think the Cowboys need to go O-line here because they're Take missing some key. Get a guard. Yeah, they need a guard, and they need one badly. And I've already analyzed who I think they should get. Um, if he's gonna, if Zion Johnson or, is on the board. Or if a Zion center. Johnson. Or, or yes. Well, and this is why I think Zion Johnson – Zion Johnson would be one of the best because he's played at both positions equally. Right. But, but will he be there? Probably not. But so, so if that's the case, don't be surprised. See, there's so many scenarios. And I've, I, yes. I've done mock drafts and all this crap. Don't be surprised if they trade back and they take Tyler Linderbaum. I can see that. Yep. And that's actually, I mean, they did the same thing last year. They traded back and they got Mike Parsons, which is fantastic. That dude's a monster. Um, that's like been, that's been one of the best picks they've made in a long time. Since, uh, to be honest, since Tyron Smith, they passed up on Joey Bosa and took Tyron Smith. And guess what? He's going to the Hall of Fame. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about minor leagues. Um, we talked about, you know, Colwyn. Colwyn's somebody we're going to see on the major league level this year, it's, it's going to happen. AJ Alexi is going to be back up as well. Colwyn took a shot off the leg and they pulled him out precautionary x-rays were negative, but Colwyn has, I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's so weird because last year I, I, I'm like an under the radar type of guy. I like to look for guys that are not Colwyn's, not Jack Ladders, not those guys and trying to find somebody who's sneaking up. And Jake Latz was mine last year. Uh, this year it's Zach Kent, and so those are in the minors. But Colwyn and and we've lost sight of Colwyn. I I I say we, uh, Rangers Nation, and I'll put my name in there. You know, I hey, we're Rangers Nation all together. You know, I'm not as smart as anybody else. I'm not smarter than anybody else. I ain't smarter than you. That's for damn sure. But <laughs> Colwyn is is right on the cusp, and he and AJ Alexi are both right on the cusp. And Glenn Otto has come up and pitched very well. So they're still building up. They're still ramping up. Taylor is. Still, I mean, we talked about this off 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 the record. 
you know, Taylor's still building up his arm strength and, 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 and building up to get more pitches and more pitches and more pitches. And uh, that's where they are. And I think they might be waiting till they are ramped up fully in AAA before bringing them up. But Paul Wynn, you're going to see him. AJ Alexi, you're going to see him. So, you know, those young arms and Jake Latz, you're going to see him. Uh, those arms, I mean, they're there. They're there. And then we haven't been able to say this in a long time, brother. No, we really haven't. And honestly, when looking at the Rangers farm system, I'm more excited about the young arms coming through than some of the position players that are coming through. Yeah. And even though, even though and there's, the a whole lot players, of, there's a lot of position players right now, they're tearing it up. Yes. Yes. I mean, Josh Smith, Josh Smith was my favorite during spring training. Cause that, that kid can hit very, very well. And I'm excited for him. And, you know, he was in the trade with Joey Gallo and everything. And at first I was like, who the crap is Josh Smith? But now I'm like, Josh Smith. So, <laughs> um, I'm excited for him. And of course, you know, Josh Young and everybody like that. And it, we've already talked about him. But these young arms, like you mentioned, Cole Wage. Huh? Yeri Rodriguez. Yes. Uh, there's 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 so many more. And it's, these guys are highlighting it, but they're highlighting what's I mean, okay, back in the day, like we I had a a good friend that we, he actually joined the podcast last night, Tyler Nielsen. We were talking about the DVD days, Diamond, Volquez, and Justin Diamond. Those were like the three pitchers. Like it was three. Now it's like nine or 10. So mm-hmm. one, one, two, three, four, or five of them are going to come out of there and they're going to be effective. And that's why I keep telling people like, just wait, yeah. just wait, patient, you know? The Cole Wins, the Jack Lighters, the Jake Lads is there. I mean, and and we're gonna have you know uh, uh, two relievers come back. Uh, Jose Leclerc, uh, he's gonna come back. Jonathan yes. Renette, back. So it's just uh, stop overreacting. I just cannot. I'm getting stressed more over everybody's overreactions than I am actually what the team is doing right now. Honestly, and but that's the thing is like. One thing I love, but I can't stand because as a Cowboys fan and as a Mavericks uh, fan, I'm this, I'm this way. I feel like we need to win every single game. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Yep. But because I am on the other side of it, in a sense, I'm like, we don't have to win every game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the good with the bad, and I'm always looking at the games and saying, okay, well, what was the positive thing about this game? Exactly. The positive thing. And that's what I feel like the fans need to try to do. I mean, I can't tell them to do it because, you know, they, you know, everybody thinks differently than I do, but. Everybody's going to be their own fan, but I can tell you most people are unrealistic. Exactly. And I just think what we need to do as fans, because I still am, even though my tie to the Rangers, I still am a Rangers fan. So of course, when fans get frustrated, I understand it because for my entire life before Taylor got here in 2018, I was that fan that was like, why aren't we going to the World Series? <laughs> why are we going to the World Series every year? I remember what it felt like. Were you crying, Robin? <laughs> no, I'm not crying. Um, There's no crying in I, baseball. 
I never, I never cried. And well, I came close when OSU lost in the big 12 championship, uh, but that's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole nother story because I was in the car and I was watching, I was listening to the game and I was that, I don't even want to talk about that. That will bring my emotions up. That's the only time I've ever almost cried at a game. Anyway. Oh, I hope you don't mind me bringing this back up, but, um, you know, Taylor was going to start the, the home opener and it was the night before. And I texted you and I was like, I'm so excited for him. I'm so excited for you. This is so exciting. And you were like, yeah, I think I might cry. You said I might cry. And I said, there's uh-huh. no crying in baseball. And then the <laughs> next morning, the next morning I get up, I'm making coffee and I turn the TV on and there's the, there's the movie that's on. And <laughs> right. I'm like, and I had to text you. I was like, guess what's on my TV right now? And you were like, really? <laughs> like, it was no. just, it, it was, it was destined to be, but um, back to these young arms, I'm very excited for them. Like I said, I think this is the first time in a long time that the fan base can honestly get behind yes. what is, what is coming through this farm system. And I'm excited for it. I mean, how can you not be excited to watch some of these young pitchers who well, are, hell, the past two years going to Frisco has been more exciting than going to, to, uh, uh, to Arlington. I mean, Frisco, (laughs) they're doing great. And our, one of our friends, um, (laughs) well, I, he might not say that, but Victor Rojas, their president and general manager, um, has a fantastic job of marketing and just, he's gotten on here with us three, three, four times, been actually missed. I'm, well, I'm not going to say anything about Ben. He he made a mistake. I'm just going to say that. And and Victor gave him hell about it, which was funny. But Victor Rojas is doing a great job. I mean that that's a that's a great place. I mean, you had Sam Huff last year hitting what four five five hundred foot, foot bombs. Uh, yes. Cole Win. I mean, you had Jake Lads. You had Zach Kent that came up, and I mean, it was just so much fun. Davis Wenzel uh, was doing great, and he's doing great this year at AAA. Uh, Sam Huff is on the taxi squad, so he's there now because Jonah Heim is on paternity leave. Congratulations to the Heim family. They will Yes, they had their they had their baby. Yep, they had baby number two. Baby number two, yep. Yeah, well, thank you for I know it was last second. Thank you for jumping on with me. And hey, Papa Doe's, it's coming. I'm gonna come visit and we're gonna go to dinner and we're gonna make Taylor pay. No, I'm, I'm fine kidding. with that. <laughs> I'll I'll Okay, I'll, I'll even pay for Taylor, but we need to coax him in. I got you. I got you. I'll <laughs> do what I can. All right. I'll let you know when that happens. But thank you, uh, Lady Ranger Report, Robin Hearn, for joining the Ranger Report podcast tonight. Subbing in and doing a fantastic job while she's working, while she's driving uh, safely. She's driving safely. Uh, yes. So, Robin, thank you very much. And uh, we look forward to talking to you the next time. Well, thanks for having me, CJ. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. You have a good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.